Welcome once again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel. We are on lesson number 12, day number 3. We are off to a good start as far as uh, being encouraged by this lesson from a completely different angle. This is not about the times where we are suffering extreme persecution, but rather the the lulls of illness sickness financial uh, uh, lack of financial resources etc or as i shared before a uh, you know having something like a green card <laughs> and being in prison in those ways and how we can be set free we have looked at um, some encouragement as far as you know not, not losing heart we know that whatever we do for the lord uh it will not be useless i love how the new living translation uses that word and we learned in the previous lesson about the importance of a good conscience, you know, asking the Lord for the Holy Spirit to continually make our hearts sensitive to God's voice and being willing to yield every time we are impressed with conviction. And it's a good way to start because today's lesson um, uh, for Monday, September 17, but for you who are listening is for, for whenever you are listening to this. And you may be asking yourself, what are these lessons number 12 if you're just joining us? If you scroll down beneath the links, you'll be able to find the lessons um, and the ones before this one and after. And um, you, all you have to do is tap and you'll be able to join in and study for yourself the rest of the things that I don't have time to cover. And from this lesson, I'm only going to extract one thing, and that is the word politics. Um, at the very end, and there's a paragraph that speaks about political strategies. And for me that I went and searched it in the Bible actually not once is the word politics mentioned in the Bible but you know what the principles of the, the what we call political agendas or political strategies are definitely there all throughout the Bible in fact um, there is a part of the Gospel of Luke uh, towards the end where it says that a, a Pilate sent Jesus to Herod and on that day, they became friends. Um, that is to me interesting that uh, politics is, there's a word that uh, you would not have associated with politics. And just one word, I used to find this word in Acts chapter 24, verse 27. And then again in Acts chapter 20, 25, verse 9. And all these verses are, of course, in the lesson. But it just stood out to me. Politics. Um, one of the strong components of politics, what we see in this interaction between Pilate and King Herod with Jesus, why did they become good friends? Pilate sent Jesus to Herod. He knew Herod wanted to see Jesus for a long time. And finally, Pilate does this favor. Favors. Politicians use favors as currency. Um, this person owes me a favor and so therefore now I have currency that I can cash in at a later moment and the bigger the favor the more I have in my bank account of political strategy and so Pilate wasn't trying to do this to be nice or because he wanted to be friends with Herod but because he was a good politician and he knew that politics gets the only way to move forward in politics is to be able to do people favors so that in the future you can cash in those favors. And you know what blew me away? I looked at both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. That word favors, 
for the times, the, the instances that I've looked at, I didn't do an exhaustive search, but the ones that I looked at consistently, it's the same word used for grace. Blew me away. It makes sense when God would show favor. Um, you know, it's unmerited. It's something that a favor is something that someone does to you, but a, a true definition of what a favor is is not what politicians do. A favor done with with the, in the context of grace is a favor. Listen carefully. A favor done with no strings attached. So now we begin to see that I don't need to be a politician in the White House to be doing politics, especially politics in church. You, you see that there is favors being incurred and trafficked between the priest, the high priest and Pilate and all of these other political agencies, political powers. And it, it's carried out from the Old Testament all the way into the New Testament. And guess what? It reaches down to our days, which confronts us today. I may not be a politician. You may not be a politician. And even if you are, the, the real question is, when you do favors to people, what's your motives? Do you feel that favors have earned you currency that you can later cash in with these individuals, that they somehow will owe you something in similar quantity, and I don't really know the, the, the economy that we would use, but we, we have big favors that people owe us and little favors that people owe us because of things we've done to them in the past. That kind of a mind, mindset is a mindset of a politician. And here's the, the, the point that I want to make in this, this lesson is Jesus is not a politician. God is not a politician. When the word favor is also the word for, for grace, you know that when God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, there were no strings attached. I remember seeing, I shared this with my church, when I was in Rapid City, South Dakota, working as a massage therapist, I went into a guitar shop and on the wall was a poster that I've never forgotten. From the top of the poster, it was a black and white poster painting with a big hand holding on to a crucifix. And it was clearly a crucifix because you could, the bottom part facing downward was Jesus. It was in a horizontal form being held by the hand. And from the four tips of the crucifix were strings. Strings that were attached to a human being underneath. It, it spoke loud. God gave his son, Jesus, on the cross to control us through favor, through grace. What That's blasphemous, of course. That is completely wrong. And that's the, the, the erroneous view that humanity, obviously someone drew that because they felt that way about God. And you have to wonder why. Maybe it's because they saw politics in the church. Maybe it's because they saw the pastor doing things. And this speaks strongly to me as a church leader. It should speak strongly to you if you're a church leader, if you're a pastor, an elder, a deacon, whatever high position you have in the church. Maybe the person that it was inspired to paint this got the inspiration from another Christian, maybe a Christian leader. Maybe he, maybe he's a, the son of a pastor. Maybe he's the son of a conference official who got to witness the painful reality of whenever humanity, whenever there's humans, there's a high probability of politics taking place. I mean, I began to think about 
politics and this this idea this economy of currency of favors fi financial favors uh, or in this case the favor of sending Jesus to Herod they became friends that day it means that they care and you know celebrated each other's birthdays is that now they had common ground and now Herod owed Pilate that's friendship wow wrong and I begin to think that this whole issue of politics and the use of favors is by individuals who want to go up in their um, possession of power to control. They want to be strategic in their favors. In other words, they, they're, they're Wall Street of favors. They're the Wall Street of politics in that you buy cheap, sell expensive. You give a favor that will give you a greater return for the investment. That's politics. And in the economy of grace is the complete opposite. When I do a favor, I need to search my heart. Am I expecting something in return? Am I expecting someone to now think they owe me? Is that what I think? Is that how I feel? Now, we, we need to have now a, a portion of the Bible appeal to our hearts, appeal to our minds in regards to this. So the back found in the book of Philippians, and I'm going to read, um, it's in chapter 2, and I'm going to start reading in verse 4. Though I wanted to start reading in verse 5, I think for the context, verse 4 will, will, get, will broaden it for us. It says, Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also look out for the interest of of others. Completely opposite of a politician's mindset. And then Paul continues, I'm reading from the New American Standard, have this attitude, the New King James says mind, so does the King James, have this attitude or mind in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who was not a politician, that's not in the verse. <laughs> verse 6, who although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself emptied himself i'm going to read from verse 5 in the new living translation it says you must have the same attitude that christ jesus had though he was god he did not think of equality with god as something to cling to instead he gave up his divine privileges and he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in the form, he humbled himself in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Jesus is not a politician. And if I claim to be his follower, I will not practice politics. As a pastor, as an elder, as a conference president, as a conference secretary, as a conference uh, treasurer, as anything related to the church as a church member politics is an abhorrence is an aberration is a blasphemous way of trying to live a christian life because it's completely opposite of how jesus lived jesus modeled for us who god is and god is not a politician jesus who being in the very nature of god emptied himself made himself of no reputation so that he could teach us how to truly experience love. In other words, politics drains my heart for, for the capacity to love other people 
with no strings attached. I mean, that's love, right? Love has no strings attached. Grace, the grace that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ, has no strings attached. No strings of manipulation, no strings of control. So when you have an opportunity to do a favor to a brother or a sister, you who have powers and responsibilities as a church leader, consider your ways. Do not find yourself in the realm of politics. Choose by the power of, your, of the Spirit to live continually under the kingdom of grace, under the kingdom of Jesus Christ.